Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uktena, and today we'll be exploring how to work with things beyond soul books in the Akashics. Working with soul books is an amazing experience, and there's so much to learn and explore in them it's sometimes hard to imagine reading or working with any other book. However, just like life, there's a balance between internal and external, between going inside and learning about the essential self and implementing what we've learned. Like an infinity loop, we go in, then come out, weaving the fabric of our lives. So too with soul books. I've found for most students working with their soul books, if they aren't implementing in real time as they learn information and connect the wisdom they're receiving with their embodied lives, they'll come to a stopping point. They'll be at a stage where they have to implement things, change things, move beyond intellectual knowing and into full person knowing. Therefore, the message will repeat in a variety of forms and ways the book will refuse to interact, all the pages will be blank, or the student will be put into a loop where they replay the same information over and over again. When this happens, most students get frustrated and walk away. Basically, they shut the book and go on about their lives because they expect the reading to be fun, not relevant or full of homework. For those who get the message who start working to implement what they're being shown and given, who start getting an inkling of the bigger picture, not only of themselves, but of what they're interconnected with, the rest of the library starts to come into focus, as it were. Soul books are not the be-all and end-all of information which might be relevant to any particular student, even when it comes to understanding their own soul. Just like with any other book, if we come across a symbol or a phrase or a word we can't understand, it can be helpful to go to a reference book to look it up. For example, many soul books have round symbols on the front cover along with embossed text. Most students have difficulty deciphering these symbols and, after trying to work with them a few times, simply give up on them as unreadable or irrelevant. However, they're the symbol which represents the student's soul, so they would be highly relevant. They could be the key to understanding this lifetime and the self beyond it. There are reference books in the library which discuss these symbols, including the various types of information and how they're encoded into such symbols, as well as the symbol iconography for angels and several other beings which use this system. Learning, or remembering, how this works can give the student information they need to start making sense of the symbol, and hence of themselves. There are reference books concerning specific soul groups, and anyone who's a member of that group has access to them. This can tell a person what their group does, whether they embody together or separately, and why what they have used embodiments before in the past, if they're working on any current projects, 
the personalities of those in the group, and other pertinent information. This can be very helpful in determining if any of a student's soul group is embodied right now, and what their goals are for this lifetime, such as working with the student or not. It also will indicate how old the group members are, and what they do when they're not embodied, which will be the majority of the information in the books. There are books about the various careers which souls take on. I enjoy these books immensely. They're smaller than soul books and oftentimes much more sparkly or fancily decorated. They're not specific to the reader, but a reference book concerning a specific career, like an all-inclusive work on how to be a lawyer or a doctor or a nurse. It's something which all members of that career take very seriously and refer to often even after having completed their apprenticeship. These books are open to anyone and can provide amazing insights into who a person is and why they would choose an embodied life of service versus becoming. When we're using specific skills or energies acquired through past lifetimes, such as connecting with the energy of a deity we were aligned with previously, or healing skills we acquired through a lifetime as a healer, it can be very helpful, along with reviewing the past life, to review texts pertaining to the culture we lived in. It's particularly helpful to re-familiarize ourselves with the community we were living in, our peers, our profession, anything and everything relevant to why we inserted ourselves into embodied life then, and the context of what we learned. Context really has a lot of influence on the efficacy of our efforts in this lifetime when we're working with skills from past lives. For example, working with crystals and color therapies derived from Atlantean past lives work here, but without understanding the full context of what the modality is, what was intended, the abilities and limitations, its effects can be marginalized or even nullified. It's like having a cell phone without the charger. It works until the battery runs out, and then it's just a brick. Knowing you need to recharge the battery every so often makes it way more effective. Knowing Atlantean crystal therapies worked best when the patient could follow the healer inside the crystal and interact with the energies within that protected and healing space makes things much clearer. Knowing that the type of light used and the ley line earth energy grid which the crystal is connected to directly affects the crystal's ability to function correctly is priceless. Reference books in the Akashic Library can help us remember these things and open us to the full extent of the skills we're able to utilize this time around. Just like in any other library, not all books are accessible to every patron and not every book which is accessible is useful. Here in Embodied Life, I'm constantly running into books on trauma or somatic therapies or even yoga principles, which are well-written but are not useful to what I'm doing or to my life. Some books are too dry or too technical, too basic, or too skewed in their perspective or opinion in a direction which I don't choose to go. It's not a problem, just something to be aware of. So too with the Akashic Library. Not every book on a subject will be helpful or even decipherable to everyone. 
which brings me to an important point. Learning how to read soul books gives us an understanding of how information is imparted in the Akashics and how we can access it. But it also gives us a bit of a false impression as well. Soul books are us. They're parts of our soul, and as such, work for our best and highest good, taking on some, although not all, responsibility for what information they impart and how they do so. They're a bit oracular this way, and we can be, to a large extent, receptive to information being given to us, rather than directing the book as to what information we want to have. That part comes later, as we learn about ourselves and gain the facility to work with the book in a directed fashion. The library itself, and the other books in it, do not have this connection, nor do they take the initiative to act as an oracle or guide. Some people have amazing experiences in the library, where it seems as if things are opening up for them, they're being guided through it like Alice in Wonderland, and the library has its own agenda. This is usually a combination of the librarians and the person's guide, helping them remember who they truly are, and therefore they open up to their normal mode of accessing the library. Many times the student is going through a refamiliarization process, just like we might do if we returned to an old grade school or to our hometown after decades. We take time to look around, to see what has changed and what hasn't with it and with us, and reconnect in a new way with both. For most people, the library is just the repository of books. Books without end books as far as the eye can see, and beyond. There's no Alice in Wonderland trip, but more of a library-type feel. Books other than soul books work in the same fashion as soul books, so learning the various means by which information is received and experienced is good for reading any book in the library. However, books other than your soul book are not your book, and so will behave differently. The easiest way to think about this is to think about having a conversation. You talk differently with someone you've known your whole life, or who is a close friend or intimate partner, and that's different than you would speak to somebody who you know from work or have just met. Most of these books will be just-met situations, and so you need to act accordingly. Having the book in front of you is kind of the same thing as sitting with this new person across the table, with both of you having just got a cup of coffee. Introductions aren't necessary, but telling the person what you want to talk about is. Before opening the book, set your intention to see the information you're looking for. Like working with a guide, your intention should be in the middle between two general like, show me whatever it is I need to see. And too specific, show me the fabric which was used to make JFK's underwear, which he wore on January 2nd, 1950. Once you've set your intention, you can open the book, and it will function to show you what information it has using the same modalities as a soul book. If you don't set an intention, you'll open it to see it's either blank or simply written text in the original language, 
usually not English. Another thing to note is how you find these books. Yes, books are all around us in the Akashic Library, but finding those which you might want to actually read can be daunting or seemingly impossible. Talking with the librarian can be very helpful, as they know where everything is or can find it for you. Asking the library itself or a shelf of books to pick for you what to read will give you no results. Again, the library is a reference tool for you to use, not an oracle, which will act on your behalf. Many times we can be drawn to an area, a book, a section which will answer questions we have on our mind as if by magic or omniscience. It's really neither, but instead the fact that we are functionally deaf and sometimes shouting in a world of people with acute hearing. Yes, they can choose to ignore us, but usually they try to be as helpful as possible and lead us directly, indirectly, or invisibly to what we need. So when you get to a point where you have plenty of answers and don't know what to do with them, or questions which you can't really find the answers to in your soul book, or you want to understand what your soul book is telling you, start spelunking in the library for other books which can help. There are plenty, and more being added all the time. You'd be surprised how many soul groups are researching things about our world right now, and creating more books which explore the interconnectedness of things. Go check it out. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be moving beyond soul books as oracle in order to more fully explore the soul relationship. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. Thanks. Bye.